This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, my friends. I'm really excited to have you here on this conversation today. And I feel like it's been a hot minute since I recorded a solo episode. And I think it's just because I've been reflecting a lot. And so this is going to be like human design related, but also just personal because I feel like this is happening in the collective and even just in the entrepreneurial online coaching space. And so if you listen to this and it resonates with you, I won't be mad if you slide into my DMs with some familiarity and relatability because obviously it just helps not feeling alone when it comes to like navigating complicated or just very gray, blurry lined sort of situations in life. So today, what I feel compelled to talk about is... I have experienced since, if you've been following me the last couple of months and listened to my, let's say the last like 20 episodes, I would say even less than that, maybe the last 15, I talked about how I had a big quantum leap in the spring. So March, April, May, I scaled to like five figure months and then I had a really big month in May and then June and July were really quiet where I dropped to like half of that I had a 15k month in May and I dropped to like half of that and it was really interesting because when when I was navigating this I that's when I realized that I have achieved a level of nervous system regulation because I wasn't freaking out about the validity of income and I know I actually did like an episode on this but what happened was as time went on you know July June and July and now we're in August as I record this is it was just really interesting to see, I don't want to say that there was less of me caring, but it was almost like less of a drive to go after these audacious goals of having five-figure, multiple five-figure, six-figure months, whatever it is, or having like a multiple six-figure, seven-figure business. And I feel like I'm burnt out from this exposure from the online space in the last three and a half years that I started my business. And it's really interesting because even the title as a spiritual mindset coach right now, I'm just like, do I even resonate with that? And so I just find this whole thing so interesting because the other thing just to tie in human design is like, I have a very defined G center. I have nine activations in there. There's a couple gates that aren't activated, but lots of conscious and unconscious activation. And then I have my sacral defined and that's it. And so what I'm noticing is that, okay, I'm, I'm having like an identity crisis with a defined G-Center. Like how, how is this happening? So I wanted to kind of talk about processing, for lack of a better term, an identity crisis by leveraging your human design chart. And I think that this is so helpful because when I look at when I first started doing mindset coaching and I identified just as a mindset coach and I wasn't really into the whole energetics yet or the spirituality side it was very much just you know shift your mindset shift your beliefs and it wasn't down into like the guts and soul of that 
person. It was just like shift how you're speaking and how you're journaling and like meditate more. And I guess in a sense, it's more spiritual by bypassing in a way. And I'm not saying I, I never did that or, or taught that. I definitely did at one point and clearly I've like moved into this new realm of using human design as a tool. So what I was noticing was over the last few months of really questioning like, okay, Kayla, if you're not here to chase money, you're not here to, you know, be specifically identified with like, you. I'm a coach, I do this, then what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you recording this podcast episode? Why are you sharing? Why are you showing up? And it's really interesting because it's become a lot less about the materialistic things and it's become more about living my life and living fully and it was really beautiful because we had a group coaching call us and Eden like as a mastermind call the other week and Eden says something so beautiful she's like we're all sacral beings on the team and she's like how much life can you let live through you as a sacral being but any type but just because of the sacral energy it really is about doing what it is that lights you up and so I'm starting to contemplate this and really looking at how I was probably operating more in my identity in the first bit of my business. And now I really feel it in the sacral. Like, what is it that I want to be doing? What is it that I desire to be doing? And the thing is, I really feel this one conversation going on inside my body because I am a single definition. My sacral is connected to my G-Center. So there's a constant conversation because the channel, the only two channels I have are the 515 and the 1034, where the 515 is all about your rhythms and going to extremes and, you know, patterns. And it's really about being in the rhythm of the collective as well. And then that 1034 is the channel of exploration. Like it's about exploring. It's about doing things with conviction because it is connecting to the 10, which is about like identity and like knowing like who the fuck you are and behavior and, and so on. So these are the flavors of the conversation that are going on inside me. But, but now I really feel like I'm sinking down into the sacral and it's like, what is it that you want to do that lights you up? And I started to notice that I think what's been released over the last several months is that I have an undefined root center and I have six hanging gates off of my root center. Again, with nine activations, a lot of unconscious and conscious definition there. And there was this pressure that I was feeling to scale quickly, to do things a certain way, to get to the next level, to evolve, to shed old layers. And now I just like, don't give a fuck. (laughs) And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but now it's like, oh, when I post on Instagram, it's because I really wanted to. And I might go a week and a half without posting where I used to be somebody that would post five times a week, five days in a row. And now I'm like, I really don't care like I really don't and even with podcasting I was consistently releasing an episode every Wednesday and now it's like oh is it Sunday is it Friday like when am I putting an episode out is it once a week am I doing twice a week and so the point is this is the rhythm that I'm discovering with the sacral is like when do you want to do this when do you feel pleasure when do you want to rest do you just feel like reading all the time like what is it that you want to do And I find this so interesting because one of the biggest things that I've discovered with this year in particular and these quantum leaps that I've been having is that I care more about 
freedom and trusting things to unfold than I do to like make shit happen. And the beauty of this is that 34, which is also found in the sacral, is my core wound, which is my unconscious Mars in the pearl sequence. So core wound is also seen usually as vocation. So what is your core wound becomes your core talent. And that is the vocation. That is like the gifts that you're here to share. The shadow of 34 is force. So I've really just come to the point of like, I really don't want to force anything. And the gift is strength. You know, having strength, whether that is going to involve financial validity, whether that means that you don't have any one-on-one clients right now, whether that means you go like six weeks without booking a one-on-one reading and you're just focusing on your stable income streams of like working behind the scenes in someone else's business and coaching and support coaching. And it's just, I really realized that that's what the freedom is like even if right now like i can tell that i'm really speaking from the lens of being a sacral being so this is this may resonate more with generators and manifesting generators but also at the same time it's like whether you're a manifester whether you're a reflector whether you are a projector what is it that you want to do that will be sustainable for you because for once in my life i feel like what is going on is sustainable and that yeah it's not skyrocketing and it's not a linear path, but I feel like it's so authentic. I feel like it's 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 natural. Like it's just it's more of a, a yin energy. This receiving, like okay, what is going to show up for me? And that was the other thing that I started to tap into as well was this literal waiting to respond. And so I really feel this, Kayla. You just need to wait. And I never really trusted that before. And so even if, you know, no matter what your type is, there's definitely, and this is a little bit of a tangent now, there's definitely an illusion that I want you to consider if you're a manifester around initiating because you're not just going to initiate anything. You're going to wait for the urge to initiate. There's still waiting involved. Projectors, waiting to be recognized to come forth and share your wisdom or waiting to be invited right? Manifesting generators, like waiting for the thing that lights you up and then initiating and informing from there, right? And it's even, even those who have an emotional authority, especially they need to, and that's like 50% of the population. You have to wait to process your emotions and to get to that point of clarity where you're like, okay, I felt all the things, like I'm ready to make a decision. And so there is so much more waiting involved then people realize when it comes to living your life and growing your business. And it's really interesting because this morning I was journaling and I was writing about this really great quote that my boyfriend said to me once. It's called, slow down to speed up. And I really love this quote because it really shines this light on the significance of how rushed we are to live our life because it's coming from this lens of FOMO. It's like, I want to experience as much as I can in life but it's the slowing down where you really get to take everything in, right? Like just, you know, I was in, I was in Hawaii last week visiting Randy. And if you follow her on Instagram, I am Randy Lee. She's a genius with the gene keys and human design. I fucking love her. Anyways, her and I had some incredible conversations last week when I was visiting her in Hawaii. She was taking me around. I got to stay at her place for a week. And 
we had these conversations but a lot of the time you know we're driving to different beaches like there's lots of driving involved and I'm just driving like we're not rushing we're not on the schedule like very island vibes and I literally went from like Vancouver Island to Hawaii Honolulu Island and so it's like we're keeping up with the island vibes here but we're driving places and it's like you know okay I could be fixated on the fact that we're going to see a really fucking cool beach and like the faster we get there the more time I get to spend at the beach but instead I'm literally looking out the windows and I'm seeing and noticing how different the foliage of tropical plants is different in Hawaii than it is in British Columbia. You know, I'm seeing the wildflowers, like I'm seeing the way that the mountains are shaped and the way that they, they, they come down into the valleys that are shaped so differently than what, what I would see in, in North America. You know, I'm noticing the way that the cars are different, like the dirt is different, like the, it's just the air, like everything is so different. But yet when we are living our life and our regular sort of environment, we don't notice these things anymore because things just become so autopilot. So there's like this lack of presence and it's just this focus and we get we get almost get stuck in a rhythm where it's like not for the joy and the pleasure it's for the just repeated action like this is like the next thing that i'm doing i'm going to work i'm doing this i'm picking up the kids i'm making food i'm doing laundry and it's just like i just feel i think that 515 channel for me as well is really picking up on the rhythm of the collective of just slowing down And it's funny because I was actually talking to Randy and this is one of the shifts in the coaching industry that we've noticed is just people launching things, no one signing up, like people not wanting to commit long-term to containers. Like there's just been a real shift. Marketing, selling, the social platforms that people are showing up on are so different than how it was two years ago. And even just looking at it, I mean, you could speculate, maybe people have done some research on this, but when we look at the last two years, you know, we're all at home, we're living this life in a pandemic, and we're a lot more stationary, like physically, mentally, emotionally, where it's like we have the time, there's more financial support from the government for some people in some ways where it's like, yes, I have all this time, I have this extra money to do these things right now, because let's say I'm not going out to eat, I'm not spending extra money. But now it's it's the shift where people, it's like a hermiting that's happening. And it's really interesting too, because back in January, I had a little mini card reading from a friend of mine who pulled a card for me. And she also did my numerology for the year, which ended up being number nine. And number nine plus this card was showing that my trend for this year was going to be about hermiting. And I thought that was really interesting because at the time it was much more extrovert the way I was showing up online I was creating a lot I was doing a lot I was just like doing all the things and now I can see it I'm like oh yeah like your two line being a 6-2 sacral generator is like lit right now like let's just hermit I just want to read you know I can go a couple days in a row without sharing anything on stories and I never used to be like that but now it, it is just what can be possible and marinating in what it is that we already have You know, when you think about it, like if you've ever barbecued anything, you've ever baked anything in the oven, when you marinate what it is that you're cooking, whether it's vegetables, whether it's meat, it just tastes better because it's been sitting there longer, you know? And I think that this is what's happening is there's this shift, this sort of FOMO energy, like do all the things. And I really believe this because frankly, at least where I am right now in North America is summertime. 
summertime is when people are thriving they're driving they're they're freaking running around they're doing all the things and usually this is more of like a winter energy right so it's just been really interesting i've been really contemplating this like kayla where are you going in your business what what do you identify with in terms of who you want to be and how you want to show up and how you want to create a sustainable business and like really sometimes I just roll out of bed some days and I'm like I just can't be fucked to do anything like I don't feel like creating content I don't feel like podcasting and I just don't make myself wrong about it because I think the key if you're relating to this and you're like oh my god what this is so fucking accurate for me the biggest thing the number one thing that I did that I do to give myself the space to contemplate and just to be in this energy even though it feels weird is to trust myself and I mean trust myself and trust the timing of what's coming in my life you know like when we start putting deadlines and timelines on things how do we know when we've never done it before how do we know that something should be done at a certain time? Like even if you look at literally pregnancy, okay, by the books, it takes nine months to be pregnant. And notice that we will surrender to that, but premature babies are a thing and late babies are a thing, right? So we don't actually ever know. And so it's just really interesting to consider like marinating in life, coming back to slowing down, coming back to trusting myself, trusting that I can be taken care of. And the thing is too, there's privilege in this. I always want to come back and acknowledge the privilege that can show up in this because I am someone that is in a long-term relationship. I have a roof over my head. I have multiple income streams. And so it is easier for me to say this and it would be foolish of me to assume that everyone else can do this exact same thing. But ultimately, to really look at in your current situation right now, with what you know, with what you don't know, with the resources that you have, how can you trust yourself more to, to, to allow yourself to have a very natural and organic pull into the direction of who you want to be, how you want to grow your business, how you want to show up without having that forcing energy or that energy of like, I need to prove myself or I need to you know, get my name out there because this is a competitive field and it's oversaturated and whatever sort of scarcity dialogues come up, how can we just be curious and more intentional with the connections that we create with others and more intentional with, you know, working smarter and not harder. And so this has really been the the identity shift and the contemplative process that's been coming up for me and this is how I've been using my definition in my chart like that g center and that sacral center and I think that let's say you're a reflector listening to this and you're like cool Kayla thank you for not talking about reflectors I'm going to talk about reflectors so with reflectors the really big thing is looking at like your cosmic mirror so I bet you me sharing this you probably resonate with this because you're going to be picking it up from the collective right you're going to be reflecting that back to people and so obviously following the transits and looking at your energetic cycles and looking at like the environments that you're in that are going to influence your energy in terms of your identity and the direction that you're going in those are the ways like finding those those energetic pockets that are going to support you so that you can find that consistency and being connected to yourself and being able to trust yourself that's how you can process identity shifts like this so it's going to look a little different where you may be playing with the people that you're around or the environments that you're in in order to to feel into that energy whereas 
for myself, I spoke about having this one conversation with me because I'm a single definition. And for people who are split or triple or quadruple, it's like you probably have multiple conversations going on inside of you. If you have a split, you're going to have two energetic conversations between at least four centers, if not five or six, right? Like there's your splits will represent the number of conversations that you have inside of your body. And so the more splits that you have, you may notice that you feel more grounded coming back to your own identity and the direction that you want to go in, depending on the people that you talk to that can help you bridge those splits, whether you have a defined G center or not, right? So that's the thing is just playing with the energy, noticing the environments we're in, the conversations that we're having, looking at this whole concept of slowing down to speed up, like looking at like how can you really notice your life like you're driving somewhere how can you be present for that whole drive like I talked about when I was in Hawaii granted yes it was easier because I was literally in another country but it's like it's just different when we give up the rush and the agenda and the have to's and this drive for scarcity like how can you wait no matter what your type is you know how can you wait for things to come to you that you can do that you really love so these are just my insights a little bit of a brain dump for you today but i would just be really curious to hear if you ever want to slide into my dms you listen to this episode even if it's like way down the road months later like years later and you're like oh my god this is the perfect timing like i'm totally down to hear it so i want to thank you for listening today and if you are new around here welcome super excited to have you and i just want to encourage everyone to subscribe to the channel if you can give it a like if you want to leave a review this helps me get this work out there into the world and this is like the bulk of my free content and i love my channel there's so much goodness on it and there's so much more coming so thank you so much for listening and i'll chat with you in the next episode